Hello, I'm Stuart Leakes and I'm talking to the director Christopher Alden about Opera North's new production of Bellini's Norma, which opens in the winter season of 2012. And Christopher, I suppose that um, many, if not most people, will know, even if they don't know they know, some of the music from Norma, because it has one of the most famous of all soprano arias in Casta Diva. But I guess that, that fewer of us will know the opera itself. So could you tell us uh, a little bit about what it's all about? Um, well, it's an extraordinary piece. It's one of, really is one of the cornerstones of the, of the operatic repertoire. And, and um, it's, it, I think as the, as the decades wore on since it was written, it accrued more and more of a, you know, uh, qualities of being a really a re the special piece, the the piece, and it has a lot to do with all of the, you know, the succession of amazing um, uh, singing actresses that have played that have that have sung that part from 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 the very beginning. The, the piece is such a it's such an extraordinary uh, title role, and from when it was first written, the, the, the most extraordinary. Um, you know, uh, divas of, of, of the time sang that role, and down to, you know, in our time, most famously, um, Maria Callas and also Joan Sutherland, of course. Um, so, uh, you know, the piece has this incredible uh, um, um, reputation accrued to it about ar around that role. And it is something, there's a bit, uh, something daunting about doing the piece. I think not, perhaps not just for the, whatever soprano takes on that part, but also for, for you know, directing it and, uh, you know, conducting it and putting it on. Putting it, on. There, it has a kind of sort of weird uh, mythical quality to it, um, which, you know, makes a lot of sense since the piece is, you know, about this uh, druid priestess um, and, uh, with this extraordinary uh, central role of Norma, this uh, this woman who has so many different aspects of being a human being, being a woman t attached to her at the same time, she's a, a priest, a druid priestess, and um, supposedly a virgin priestess, and and uh, you have a sense that she's totally um, into this, and uh, you know, a complete uh, complete embodiment of that kind of a person. But at the same time, she's uh, had two children by by the enemy general, the enemy of her people. And uh, she's a mother, and uh, um, she's a mother who loves her children and at the same time hates them. And in a sort of Medea-esque um, moment, she comes very close to, to killing her, her children as a, a gesture of uh, vengeance against the enemy man that she gave herself to, and then who since then has has betrayed her and moved on to to the next uh, druid princess. He's something of a serial uh, druid princess, uh, you know, pursuer. Um, so you can't blame her, really. Um, but uh, really, it's it, it is one of the most uh, amazing pieces, and one just has to. Um, force oneself to feel courageous and, and, and attack this piece uh, uh, head on. So we're, we're, we've uh, 
talked about the Druid priestess and the, the, the kind of occupying Roman forces. So we're, we're in a, a period that's probably about first century BC, something like that, which is sort of both historical, but as you, as you say, almost mythical now as well. Um, and there's a big theme there really, isn't there, in, in, in the, the, the kind of imperialism theme, I suppose, which also crops up in a couple of the other pieces that we're, Opera North is performing this year, both Madame Butterfly and in Handel's Giulio Cesare. Um, for you then, uh, I guess that the first century BC is not the easiest of periods to, um, to, to, to find a visual language for that's going to uh, be something that an audience can relate to. How have you uh, approached the piece with, uh, with Charlie Edwards, who's designing the set, and Sue Wilmington, who's doing the costumes? Uh, well, um, to me, this uh, w one of the great uh, things about this piece is uh, it's a pretty amazing uh, libretto, um, and uh, the to me the, the the psychology of the of the main characters is is really beautifully and very specifically um, written. And there, are the the three main characters, Norma and uh, Polione, who is the you know the Roman general who she's had these children by, and the third. Person in the in the triangle is is the other as the younger as it were um, druid priestess that he's moved on to that he's now obsessed with Adalgisa, and each of these characters is quite a fascinatingly written, very uh, com complex uh, person, and the and the the uh, what happens between these three people um, is really quite a, quite quite extraordinary. And this and this production, I think we really want to focus on that, um, and um, I think. Uh, we, the designers and myself, feel, I think, to some degree, that putting people in long robes, et cetera, kind of distances one a bit from that. So we're trying to put to do it in a very, uh, present the piece in a very human way with the focus on the, these characters and their psychology. And also, I think the piece has a lot of interesting things to say about the time that it was written in 19th century, mid-19th century, um, with the kind of the the ro romantic artists' uh, feelings about what was happening to the world during that time with the you know, industrial revolution and in encroaching on uh, a lot of uh, values that artists and people felt at that time were, were um, going to die away due, due to this, uh, due, due, due to industrialization. And, you know, 150 years later or so, you know, they weren't so wrong, actually, to tell you the truth. We're living in a world now that, uh, you know, uh, a lot of what, 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 what people were, were worrying about and warning, warning people against, it's, you know, they weren't, uh, wasn't so far from the truth. And this production is going to sort of be set in a rather um, not too specific way in, 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 the, in the century that the piece was written in. In the 19th century, and the druidness of, of the the druidness of these of these people, I think it was going to seem somewhat like a, a sort of a cult um, in a rather remote rural uh, community, um, and uh, you know, druid the druid druid cults continued way up through that time and into our time. Frankly, there still are um, you know uh, there's, there 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 still are people people that uh, are you know obsessed with and practice. Um, those kind of uh, and, uh, pagan pagan cults, and uh, this production will have that that kind of a feel to it. Um, and in our Norma, uh, we have a 
rather extraordinary artist, uh, the soprano Takesha Meshe-Kisart, who uh, will be familiar to Opera North audiences for her extraordinary uh, Tosca, which you directed uh, here in 2008 with her in the title role. Um, what do you feel that she will bring to the role of Norma? Well, she, uh, she's really, Takesha's uh, an extraordinary uh, singing actress um, and um, somebody who, you know, gives herself f fully to whatever role she's playing. And uh, when uh, I did Tosca with her, um, I was really, uh, you know, astonished by how how she threw herself into it full force and, and uh um, you know, rehearsal after rehearsal and performance after performance was, you know, it was not like a performance. It was like these crazy, horrible, intense things were really happening to her. Um, and, uh, you know, some, it was to some degree uh, almost pain, painful to watch her go through this. And, you know, again, it's an opera where it, it can and has been done in a more sort of romantic way and a bit more glamorous way, whatever. And the whole idea of this production was to maybe take some of that away and just get it at the, the terrible brutality of that piece. And she, Takesha, uh, gave herself over to that in such a such a strong, visceral way. And um, it's it'll be you know exciting to see to see what what of those kind of qualities she she brings to this to the role of Norma, which is such a such an uh, what that woman goes through, what that girl goes through in the piece is so so intense, and um, um, her you know relationship to 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 her her role as the priestess, and at the same time her relationship to her children and this man who's betrayed her, and just uh, if you really take very seriously what it what it feels like for a mother to to come to the point where she can contemplate you know killing her own children i mean uh, if you take it seriously and look at it straight on it's a very that's a very um you know uh, strong uh, strong kind of thing for us to 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 face yes um it's uh We've already said that it has an extraordinarily famous aria in it, but um, it would be wrong to think that actually it's a, it's an isolated highlight. I think it's a, it's 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 one of Bellini's most wonderful scores, I think, and wonderful at matching the quality of the libretto. As you say, it's actually a a, a, a rather wonderful text. Um, maybe apart from Castadeva, are there any other? for you, particular highlights musically and dramatically that we should look out for? Well, I just uh, am so in love with, the, with the, the last scene of this opera, and to me that's it's slowly the whole piece builds gradually towards this incredible scene at the end after Norma finally um, reveals her ter terrible secret that she has, you know, slept with the enemy and, you know, betrayed betrayed her people um, and this, it's a ter it's a terrible last scene where uh, you know everyone is you know all these people that, that believed in her so much including her father mm. who is sort of the you know patriarch of the community how they react to that and she and then she's she she wants to go to her to, to her death and be punished for it and no one stops her from that they, it has to be done um, and uh, amazed this amaze it builds to this amazing uh, final final finale which is so so crammed full of uh, you know just the extremes of uh, emotion of um, of the horror of the people about her her betrayal and her begging her father to to 
to not, you know, not destroy the children also, but to, but to look after them. And the father is weeping and finally consents to do that. And then she, you know, she and Polione, the man, uh, you know, the enemy who's, who also in this last ensemble comes to his senses and realizes that how deep his love and respect for her is that he also wants to go to, wants to go to the, you know, to, to, to be executed alongside her. It's, uh, and, and then and the music that Bellini wrote for this, which is beautiful, uh, long, long phrases and this very slow build to the most, uh, you know, emotional and um, um, intense kind of, uh, of a finale. It's really a very, very special and unique thing. Wonderful. Well, we'll listen out for that and look forward to your production. Thank you very much, Christopher. Thanks, my pleasure.